You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to episode 58 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today is Vicki Stokes. How are you, Vicki? Hey, doing good. Good. You'll notice that Suze Gilbert isn't here, the third geeky lady. She is now in Germany having a great time with her husband, so we're glad that she's over there and having a great time. She's been in touch, sent some pictures. It looks like it's beautiful. She's been enjoying lots of varieties of beer and wine and different foods and enjoying the architecture and all the, the photography opportunities. So we miss you, Suze, but we're glad you're having a great time. So today we brought along a special person to join us. It is the fourth geeky person, Tom Schmidt. Hello. How are you, Tom? Good. How are you? Good. Um. We are now recording this a few days before Thanksgiving, which is a holiday in the United States for those of you who are not in the United States. And as soon as Thanksgiving is over, Black Friday starts, which is the official time that we start the holiday shopping. The last couple of years, we have talked about holiday gift guides so that you had an idea of different kind of gadgety and technology gifts to buy your loved ones. This year, we're taking a little bit of a different spin on it. And we're telling you what we want for the holidays. So if any of you were out there wondering, what am I going to get those fabulous three geeky ladies? Here's our list. And Vicki is going to start us off. Yes, I just got my uh, Amazon Fire TV stick. And that um, is what I ordered myself already. So you don't have to send me another one. <laughs> I, um, I just got it yesterday and I started playing around with it, but basically um, it's a um, stick which connects to your HDTV to uh, all your online subscription services, such as Netflix, Hulu Plus. It's sort of like Apple TV, but theirs is smaller. It's just, it's actually a little flash stick size. Um, I found that um, most of the subscriptions work just fine. Had some issues when I tried to activate uh, PBS, uh, but um, I don't know. I think it, it had something to do with their network being down. It had nothing to do with the Fire t- uh, TV. Um, I didn't get a chance. They also have this capability of um, using voice commands, so you can do like search for Oliver Stone movies, and it'll pull up Oliver Stone movies that are on. Uh, so on your on any of your subscription services, and uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, play around with that because uh, they required uh, pairing the the uh, the pairing the remotes. Um, and um, I had family, I have people visiting, so I uh, I only have one HDMI interface on the TV that I was I was. Uh, demoing the product on and uh, so I had to switch it back to cable and uh, but it looked really good the picture looked good I was able to play a couple of movies and there wasn't any slowness but um, I don't really notice slowness on Netflix or Amazon um, instant video other than on the weekends 
Um, for some reason, I guess uh, those servers get hit really uh, hard and it's the buffering and stuff like that. But it's cool. If you can move it from TV to TV, that's one thing that I really like about it. Um, and it's it's just small, small little, you don't have to worry about cables and boxes hanging out on the side. Um, and it's cheap. It's only $39. Yeah, what you said about moving it from TV to TV, that's exactly what I was thinking. Mine's, mm-hmm. not, a do, mine's not due for three more weeks. Wow. Mine was actually due for the 1st of December, so I was surprised when I heard that it was going to come earlier. So, but I'm happy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting mine. I have the Roku boxes, which I yeah. like. And another thing is that if you don't have a subscription services uh, service at all, they have some 30-day trials for Netflix and Amazon Prime, so... Uh, you can just um, try them out, demo them. But there's other things. You can see YouTube. Um, there's free stuff like um, Pandora. Uh, watch ESPN if you're in sports. Uh, they have games on there also. So lots of things you can do with it. Mm-hmm. How many different services do they have on it? How many what? How many different services do they have on it? Oh, my gosh. Um I don't know exactly. Um, dozens, I guess you could say. <laughs> more than Apple TV? Uh, yes, more than Apple TV. Yeah. It's probably like the Roku box. I don't have an Apple TV, so I can't compare, but there's mm-hmm. lots of channels on the Roku box. Like I, I watch yeah. Netflix, Amazon Prime, you said Pandora. When I used mm-hmm. to have an MLB subscription, I would watch MLB uh, Baseball. Yeah, you can you can if you have a subscription, you can watch hockey, NHL hockey. Yeah, have, HBO Go. Yeah, which is yeah, Show, Showtime uh, anywhere, um, Spotify. I mean, a Smithsonian Channel has a bunch of stuff. Some things that I, I know that Apple doesn't have Amazon Instant Video. So, <laughs> and the thing about Amazon also is the Prime is what ninety nine dollars now. Yeah, it is so worth it. Yeah, and you get the. You get Amazon Music, and you can also upload pictures to their exactly. cloud. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And they keep yeah. they keep offering more things, and not everyone is going to want every single service that Prime offers. Mm-hmm. Like I know with my Kindle, you can get one book a month to borrow for free. Yeah, I I don't, I, I just don't have time to yeah. read to read that much. But it's yeah. there for people who are voracious readers mm-hmm. you can get yeah. one book a month on top of like you said the music and the the photos and the, the shipping and and so forth the interface is really simple too it's not very complicated it has like one gigabyte of memory and it's an eight gigabyte flash storage so you can down what you do is download these apps that allows you to access your netflix or your amazon instant video accounts did you order one, Tom? No, I have an Apple TV though. Um, and you were talking about not having Amazon Instant Video on there, but when you what you can do is um, to get the Amazon Instant Video on the Apple TV is you can AirPlay it from the iPad or iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do the same thing. They have something similar to AirPlay, but it requires their um, their their tablets. Or that phone. All right. Well, Vicky, did you look at the list that we wrote up for yes. the things that we want? Did you laugh when you saw the one that I'm about to talk about? <laughs> yeah. I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. As as people who've listened for a while know, I am as far from being a cook. <laughs> I will do anything to get out of cooking. But if I was a cook and if I had the room, what I have on my list is the KitchenAid Professional HD stand mixer. <laughs> and don't you have one of these? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they look, my mother has one. She's got, I think, a, more of a, a lesser uh, a lesser model. But this one, it just looks so, it just looks so cool. It looks like it's, you know, so easy to mix things up if you're making bread dough or something that needs a little bit more power mm-hmm. um, instead of a hand, because there have been things where I have to use a hand mixer and it's just not, um, it's just not, str- I don't know what's the word, uh, strong enough. It doesn't have the, you know, the action. It's not, it's just not as... What's the word I'm looking for, Vicky? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like 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 it's like say you're making chocolate chip cookies. You know mm-hmm. how like you're trying to mix it and it just slows down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it doesn't not, have the power. You know, yeah. it doesn't have that power like this uh, really nice stand mixer would have. And it comes with um, the beater. It comes with a spiral dough hook and a mm-hmm. wire whip, and it just looks really cool. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't cook, and yeah. I don't really have anywhere to put it. Yeah, and you don't follow directions. So. No, <laughs> That's it looks, my husband's, it looks like my something husband's you'd see in a restaurant. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a professional um, one. It, I, I, I made bread with them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's just, uh, when you make cookie dough, like you were saying, the dough can be so thick that a hand mixer just won't mix it. It's just uh, clogging up the, that doesn't happen with that. And then have the dough hook. They also, have, you can buy attachments to it for like, Grinding meat and mm-hmm. uh, chopping pasta. up stuff, all kinds yeah, of different pasta. Attachments. I think that they have like a pasta maker or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they get fantastic reviews. Yeah, yeah. And it, they at this time of year they go on sale for really good prices. Yeah. Like this is on Amazon as of today. It says list price is four hundred and twenty dollars, and it can buy it from Amazon with no shipping for two hundred and ninety two. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy mixer too. So. Shipping right, it's very high. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very substantial. Yeah, there's some places here it says shipping thirty seven dollars. Yeah. yeah. Sold by always bargain. I'm like yeah, bargain. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it it looks really nice and I, just, I I always have good thoughts. I'll think, okay, I am going to go through my iPad, I've got recipes on there, I've got, you know, different kind of cook cooking apps. I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna work my way up. I'm gonna start with something simple. And kind of work my way up. And then when it's time, I go, eh, I don't want to. <laughs> well, what you should do, even if you don't want to cook, is to prep. Get all your ingredients together. Measure it out. Chop it up. So that all, all you have to do is just mix stuff and throw it in there. And that'll make life easier for you. It, it may not seem like that because you're spending all that time cutting it up. But it's better than to be in the middle of cooking the meal and realize, well, I have to, I have to dice onions. And you already start cooking the meal. Um, so... And that's my advice. You know, just well, one one thing that I do is if I'm like making blueberry muffins, that I can handle. I just mm-hmm. open up my Betty Crocker cookbook, and if it says, "Okay, now you need flour," I go get the flour. As soon as I'm done measuring it, I put the flour away. Yeah, I don't. I put everything away as I'm using it. I don't like to leave it all laying around because to me that makes me feel like I'm that much further ahead in the process. Yeah, yeah. If I put it away now, instead of waiting till everything is done and then because it's like, oh, now I got to clean it all up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was doing that too. And I was like hand washing all the dishes and stuff. And I realized I'm, I, I'm cooking now. I need to start using this dishwasher. I, ne- I rarely use my dishwasher. When I start cooking, I had to start using it. 
but just takes you just you'll be tired you know you you won't feel like you want to clean up at all so yeah it makes life easier what about you tom do you well i was gonna ask um elisa if if your husband helps you in the kitchen because i would think that you know you're in there by yourself it's kind of like oh, i don't want to do this uh. well, but if you can get he, him in there with you and you're doing it together it might be a little bit more fun we've never cooked together it was just if he starts i walk away <laughs> <laughs> so is I you just, <laughs> i i did, it was really nice when my middle son was still living home because he did all the cooking wow and he enjoyed it. in fact in fact he's making thanksgiving dinner for him and his friends wow He's cool. doing he, he's doing the turkey so and the sweet home? potatoes and uh, no he's he'll be home at Christmas but he's not coming out for Thanksgiving okay. uh, and he's you know he's doing the turkey and his and the and the, the sweet potatoes and his friends are bringing the you know, all the other dishes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe next yeah. time your husband starts cooking, don't walk out. Jump in and help. He does. Yeah. Well, he he only time he cooks is on his day off. I mean he he works a lot. Mm-hmm. He works especially this time of year because he's in retail. So he works a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm not going to have him come home at 6 o'clock and say, okay, make dinner. Mm. So, What I do you guys work. do then? Well, I mean, I do. I do, quote, unquote, cook. But like, like he said, like when the smoke alarm goes off, dinner is ready. <laughs> and that is the truth. But I make the same thing. You know, I make spaghetti. You make, you know, chicken with shake and bake. <laughs> then you just put the shake and bake on and put it in the oven and make some rice aroni. You know, something there are a lot of uh, other recipes that, that, okay, you just throw it in the oven. Uh, it's, just venture out a little bit more, you know. Um, hamburger helper. Hamburger well, we make, yeah. we make we, don't, we don't do hamburger helper, but we have like a homemade hamburger helper, which I mm-hmm. think is cheaper in the long run, cheaper per serving, and tastes so much better. And basically, my, yeah. my son found this, and, and basically, it's a super, even, even I can handle it. You just take, mm-hmm. take the hamburger, you break it up as if you were making tacos. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not, maybe not quite that fine, but a little, mm-hmm. little bit chunky. So you brown that all up. In the meantime, you boil elbow macaroni. And then we do it like in this big skillet like you would use to make French toast. I know what so you're going to say. Yep. And then you just add the, um, add the elbows to the hamburger. And then you mm-hmm. add two cans of tomato soup. Oh, I was going to say cream of mushroom. Nope. Nope. Two cans of, of tomato soup. I think a little bit of water, not a whole lot. And then just add some, you know, whatever spices, chopped onion, oregano, garlic, whatever, yeah. whatever spices that you like and just mix it all up and... That's basically yeah. the homemade hamburger helper, and it tastes so much better than the box stuff. Yeah, it's much more healthier because hamburger helper has a lot of stuff that you can't even pronounce. So, right. Yeah, and if you think you about it, it, if you think about it, you're paying like three dollars a box for what? A little like a handful of of, of macaroni and a bunch and of ground seasoning. Beef. Yeah. You know, it's like so. This is this is so much better. So that I'll do something like that. You know, something that in the summertime, my husband puts something on the grill. Okay. But no, oh. no. One day maybe I'll be a cook. But this is this is the kind this KitchenAid mixer. This is something that if someone got it for me or if I won it in a contest or something, I would make myself use it because it's too expensive to yeah. just throw it in the closet. Yeah. So That's I'm saying, nope. I'll, I'll 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 use this. <laughs> but, but Tom, what do you uh want? What do you I want for the holidays? If you, get one, if you get one, I want you to take a, a selfie with it. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> now, now that I'm the um, big fancy Apple consultant driving all over the place and rescuing people, um, I end up taking my laptop with me all the time. And uh, it's from the summer of 2009. It's getting a little old. Mm. So might be nice to upgrade it with a brand new 15-inch Retina MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. Get a little, um, get the, they've got the, the one that's $2,500 with the 2.5 gigahertz quad-core chip with the turbo boost up to 3.7 and wow. 16 gigs of memory and a 512 SSD blade inside it and fancy graphics and battery wow. life that would last all day. I mean, that might be kind of a cool deal. Wow. Mm. I, I wish I could get that. <laughs> oh. That's nice. Really, really nice. So what do you have now? Your, your, yours is a, is a matter um, right? I have the first unibody. Oh man, that's all. The one where you can take the the battery out, but I I did put um, an SSD in it mm-hmm. last year, and that's you know certainly made it last longer. Yeah, yeah. What uh, can you you can you can run Yosemite on it, can't you? Oh, I've got Yosemite on it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not that old. I can't do handoff or continuity with it, so it's kind of, you know, left behind. Whereas, you know, the my iPad Mini and my iPhone Six can have that kind of fun. But mm-hmm. you know, on a side note, when I before I updated to Yosemite, my phone and my iPad wouldn't do the handoff. Not until I put Yosemite on. Really, and then it would work, no problem. Works great now. Mm. And I thought, this doesn't make any sense because they were both running 8.1. Why, why are they not doing it? And occasionally, like, maps would, maps would work. But that was about it. And now that I put Yosemite on, I just updated... When did I update? Two weeks ago, I think? A week and a half ago? Something like that? Not, not too long ago. Now all of a sudden, you know, if I have... If I have uh, yesterday, my son called. My iPhone rang. My iPad rang. My yeah. Mac rang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, which one do I answer? <laughs> yeah. That happened to me. I was upstairs, and I know I left my, my mobile phone down, and my iPad mini started ringing. I was like, how's that happening? This? Oh, I forgot. I forgot it can do that. It's pretty cool. I like it. I just wish, though, it would stop ringing once you answer. Yeah. Re- There's re- a lag. More times. Yeah. Yeah, because it probably rang maybe a good 10 seconds after I answered the phone. Mm-hmm. And then it finally, they both stopped at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of funny with, with messages. I, I turned the, the calling thing off, but I have the, the um, text message handling turned on. And between my MacBook Pro and my iPhone and my iPad, you know, one will get the text message. And it seems random who gets it first. Mm-hmm. And then maybe five minutes later, the other one will get it. And then the third one will get it, you know, 15 minutes after that. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, good. So it's not just me because I noticed that I used to get them simultaneously. If I got it on the phone, like an iMessage, if they got it on the phone, the iPad would buzz at the same time. Now it's not happening. Mm-hmm. If I get one, usually the phone will become first. 
And then I'll think, why didn't I? The message will be, I can see the message on the iPad if I open it, but I don't get that notification. Yeah. Well, sometimes I can't even see it until the notification comes and they don't yeah. all come at the same time and it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is because it didn't used to be that way. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so now we know that Vicky wants that computer also. Yep. <laughs> and I, with that computer, I want a landing zone 1.0 Pro 13-inch for securing my um, MacBook Air, but I will need that. Because I have all those extra ports that I don't have with the MacBook Air. <laughs> but this is much cheaper. It's only $139, whereas the MacBook Pro is $2,500. Um, and I want this because right now I'm in my office and I could actually be directly connected to the Ethernet port here that's in, that's in my desk. But I can't if I want to use my monitor because both of them use that mini display port thing. The, um, What's the port thing? The, yeah, mini mini display port is that Thunderbolt. Is? Thunderbolt thing, yeah, the Thunderbolt thing. Um, so, because I have that Thunderbolt to Ethernet cable that, that I um, adapter, uh, so that I can actually connect. Because we don't have the Ethernet port on a, on the MacBook. Air. If I had thought this through when I got the MacBook Air, I would have gone with the Pro. But I was into miniaturizing things and not carrying a lot of heavy stuff. Um, but now that I look back on it, I spent so much money to compensate for that that I could have probably bought a MacBook Pro, maybe a 13-inch smaller one. But the Landing Zone 1.0 is probably a good little transition for me. Um, I think I would hold on longer uh, for that. So all family members who are around who can who listen to this, I know they don't listen, but if they ever do, um, that's what I want for Christmas, but Landing Zone 1.0 Pro. It's pretty cool. I don't see where the MagSafe plugs into it. Uh, it doesn't. Um, oh, uh, now I see. Yeah, There's yeah. a kind of a it's on the side. On the side. Yeah. All right, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's simple. It's it's actually lightweight, so you can really carry it with you too. That's one another thing is that uh, I I carry my laptop everywhere I go. So I could, if there was a printer or somewhere or whatever ports that I would need to access. Um, there they are. I can just hook it up, throw it in the backpack, hook it up, um, and um, I'm ready to go. And also, okay. another thing that it adds is the, the lock. You'll be able to lock your uh, laptop down, which is something you can't really do with your MacBook Air. Do they... It's got an Ethernet port? Yep. Because the MacBook Pro doesn't. Yep. MacBook Air doesn't. And my MacBook Pro doesn't either. Really? Well, do do they have a version of this thing for the MacBook Pro? Yeah, they do. It's a landing huh. zone 2.0. I think. Yep, just, no, that's a MacBook Air. Oh, yes, yeah, for the newer MacBook Air. I don't, I don't know if they have one for the MacBook Pro. Yeah, I didn't check that out. See, I have an older, um, mine is mid-2011, so the newer ones that use the, the landing zone 2.0. Yeah, I, did, I didn't check it out. But. Here you go. Here's one. Yeah. There's a he, there, here's one. Um, landing zone dock, 15 inch secure docking station for MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, 181 dollars and 25 cents. It's the yeah. same deal. Yeah, or, and the, or, and they've got a 13 inch one also. 
Elisa, uh, do you remember that um, docking station that we saw at Macworld? Wasn't that a... Um, I forgot the name henge, of it. Henge? Henge or something H- like that. Henge dock, henge dock, something like that. I don't remember. Um, but I remember it being so cool. But it was not for the MacBook Air. It was only for um, the pros. So I don't know if it was henge dock or not. Um, no, it wasn't henge dock. I remember because it was like... Um, it was really cool the way you you it uh, you you entered it into the port. It's sort of like you push it in and then it would snap down, move down and snap in. And you could put like four monitors onto it. I mean, it was multiple monitors, uh, unbelievable number of ports. It was like six or seven USB ports or some, some ridiculous number and um, hmm. multiple Thunderbolt ports and stuff like that. So I don't think it was Hitchstock. It was some, some other company. Maybe they didn't, you know. I don't remember. Maybe they I didn't. I have to look it up and research it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, or look back on our review because I know we uh, um, I know we talked about it when we were there. I don't think it was okay. in this year. I think it was, it was the uh, 2013 MacBook, MacWorld. Okay. Let me yeah. look. I'm yeah. looking at my... Let's see what we have here. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything in my yeah. folder. I think maybe they just didn't make it because I think they weren't quite ready for prime time and then maybe maybe they didn't get any money. Was it a Kickstarter? Um, I don't think they were at that time. I think they were just needing money to continue for because they, 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 they just had demos of the product. They didn't have any products even for sale. Yeah, we'd have to, when we're done, we'd have to start yeah. looking it up, yeah. do a little research. Because offhand, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I remember seeing some of these docking stations at Macworld that were, where you'd put the, the MacBook Pro in it vertically with the display shut. Mm-hmm. No, this one wasn't vertical. Yeah. Right, that's... That's the one I was just looking up. Yeah, that was hinge, hinge dock, whatever. Yeah. That wasn't it. It was something else. Yeah, because uh, I, I did a lot of research trying to find one, and um, um, I stopped thinking about that one, and I just could not remember the name. Oh, wait a minute. Let me see what this one is. I'm, I'm looking through my Mac.com. Mm-hmm. Was it S-Doc? S-Doc. Uh, and when I click on the link, it comes up not found, and it's in German. Yeah, I see German. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't remember it it's being called Estoc. No, this is some kind of. No, I don't no that's not it. That's not it. it. No. This is for mounting stuff on the wall and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Oh well. Yeah, I think they. I think they died. Huh. It's too bad. Yeah. Oh, well. So what's your next gift, Tom? My next gift is... Where is it? Uh, The Y-Things Smart Body Analyzer. It's... um, I mean, the scale I have in my bathroom now is one of those $7 Target ones. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I've got. And it's okay. But kind of the cool thing about this one is it's got an app for your iOS device that connects up to HealthKit. 
and you can get all the the data that the the smart scale collects and get it in your in your iPhone with all the little charts and graphs and things. Hmm. Cool. And we really want to know all this information. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just say that I lost 50 pounds about a year and a half ago and I don't want to gain it back. Oh, Good for good. you. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. I think I found your 50 pounds though. <laughs> Me too. I double that. <laughs> yeah, it might oh. cost 50 pounds in the UK. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's been it's been bad. I got to stop eating so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. That's pretty yeah. cool. I've been I've been using a health app also, but I've been sort of manually entering these stuff in it because um, I don't really have any smart devices that work, that works with it. Did Tom? Did you use apps like um, oh um, my Fitness Pal? No. Um, the only one I used is this one, um, I don't know the exact name of it, but on the, the screen, it just says wait. And, um, it's, it's a green icon with a white circle and a little green scale in the middle of it. And you basically, you just, you know, go in there and you record the date and your weight and it just keeps, uh, like a graph of your progress. Mm-hmm. It's real simple. I, I I tend to like the simple apps. I do too. Because yeah. yeah. there's Lose It, which looks like a scale. I have that one. I have My Fitness Pal. I just got tired with My Fitness Pal. I did it for like a day, and I just got tired of just type, you know, typing in every single thing. It, I don't know. Yeah. See, that's why I didn't use an app like that. Yeah. Too much work. If you, it is because, you know, if you have a bowl of cereal, you have to you know, measure the bowl of cereal. So you have to type in, you know, you had Kellogg's Rice Krispies with mm-hmm. you know, one quarter cup of 1% milk. And you had one piece of whole wheat toast and then have all the different brands. And then you put on one stick of butter, you know, you put on one like tablespoon of butter or margarine or whatever. It's just, it just got to be too much. Yeah. And there's a few other scales that are like this too. Um but the nice thing about the Why Things scale is that it, you know, it supports HealthKit and these, you know, these kinds of scales. It's kind of cool that they, I don't have one yet, but I want to get one. Uh, it's kind of cool that all you have to do is stand on it and it figures out all this stuff. I mean, I don't know how it figures out half of what it figures out. Um, I mean, some of the, it, it figures out your your heart rate and other things just by standing on the thing I used to go to a gym and work with a personal trainer a couple years ago which was really good because I lost about 10 pounds doing that but every couple of weeks he'd have me hold what looked like it looked like a game controller but you put both your hands on it and you put your thumbs on this indentation Mm -hmm. and you just hold it there for a few seconds and it would tell you your BMI and I was like how how do you do that? He would just put in my age and my height and it would mm-hmm. tell him, tell him my BMI. Mm-hmm. And it's something about like a charge that goes through you that you don't feel. Oh, that could be it. Cause I think you're supposed to stand on this thing barefoot. Yeah. And somehow sending that through, it determines in that particular case, what your BMI is. So it might be the same thing for the scale. It sends this charge through you that you don't feel, 
that can get your heart rate and your BMI and your weight. Does it do your blood pressure too or just your heart rate? Um, what does it say? Features. Um, weight, fat mass, BMI, heart rate, air quality. Um, automatic user recognition, so different people in your house can use it, and it seems mm-hmm. to be able to tell who's who somehow. Um, let's see. Yeah, they don't really have a chart. Oh, here, tech specs, maybe that says. Um, yeah, weight, automatic user recognition, body fat, heart rate, air quality... Um, yeah, it's got some sort of atmospheric detector thingies in it. Hmm. So, yeah. That's still a lot. And it connects via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. So it hooks right up to your phone and is able to get the data into the into the Why Things app, which in turn gets it over to HealthKit. That's definitely something I want. Mm. It's that $7 scale. I'm just not sure how accurate it is. <laughs> yeah. Have you compared it to what, you, what, what your weight is when you go to the doctor? Um, I, I, do. I basically just go to the doctor once a year. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I really haven't made an effort to do that. Oh, okay. I, I, I've done that. It's, you know, you, you know what you weigh at the doctor. You come home and you immediately get on the scale. Mm-hmm. So you know if you have to add or subtract. Yeah. The scale we have is pretty accurate. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah. Too yeah. accurate. I, re- I wish it was off. On the positive over. side for me. <laughs> yeah, over. Like, oh, that's five pounds over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, usually I look at it and I go, usually, like, you know, bad words come out. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, it can't be. Yeah. And you, and you should know because your clothes will tell you when you can't wait. <laughs> that's, yes, that's the problem that I'm running into right yeah. now. Like, October was just yeah. a ridiculous amount of eating, and I'm still paying for it. Oh, that's yeah. when eating season starts. Y'all yeah. are handy. Well, October, October's my birthday. Mm-hmm. It's my husband's birthday. I also went to Florida to visit a friend, so mm-hmm. we just ate and ate and ate. It was just eating. Yeah. And I have no self-control. I just eat. You know, Ghirardelli hot fudge sundae for lunch. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you got someone has to eat it. Well, this, but this time, my friend and I, we went down to downtown Disney. This time, instead of each getting our own, we split one. Mm-hmm. So we were better. We, this time, we said one Sunday, two spoons. Last year, we each got our own Sunday. It was good, though. Yeah. But, and it says it works with my fitness pal, too. I'd see that here. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of them do. A lot of apps. Uh, my fitness pal works with a lot of other apps, too. Mm. A lot of health apps. So that you can use that for your food recording portion of the app. Cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of food, I saw this advertised in a Sam's Club flyer. And I've also saw it at the, st- at the Sam's Club store. This is something that I think is so cool that I would never buy. It's too much money. 
And I also have no room in my house for it. <laughs> but it's called the Vintage Appliance Hot Air Popcorn Station. And it looks like what you'd get in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It is... Oh, I've got the wrong one open here. It is... Let's say how tall it is. It is... $150 at Sam's Club. Right now it's 194 on Amazon. And that price changes a lot. It is, let's see, it says it's 48 pounds. It doesn't say how high it is. But if you can visualize like a, a freestanding popcorn unit, it has a hot air popper in the center of the, of the unit so that you can just make yourself some popcorn while you're watching a movie. Mm. I just thought this thing was so cool. Like, this is one of those things, like, for the person who has absolutely everything and you have no idea what to get them. Well, if you get mm-hmm. a big theater room in your basement, you have something like this in there and, yep. and you're, you're set. Room? Yeah, like, my house, no. Yeah, I have, I, a, me- I have a media room, but I don't, I don't, if I want to eat popcorn, I want all the oil. I don't want a hot air. <laughs> no, see, I, that's, that's the thing. I always, I like the, I don't use butter on popcorn, so I would like the hot air. Uh-huh. But to go along with that is the Vintage Appliance Company candy dispenser, <laughs> which is also $150 at Sam's Club. <laughs> and it's not available right now at uh, on Amazon. But it has four separate chambers so that you can fill it up with your favorite candies. Like mm-hmm. mine would be M&M's, 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 and M&M's. Mine would be gummy bears. Yep, so you could put different candies in mm. all four chambers, and it comes with bowls. Mm. So when you're about to sit down and watch that movie, you can just take a bowl, get some popcorn, take another bowl, get some candy. Mm. Whoppers. Good to go. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It says it holds 56 ounces of hard candy, gummies, and nuts. And wow. it's clear so you can see exactly what's in there, and you know when it's time to fill it up. Yeah. I just got candy jars on my counter. I don't have that. Yeah. But again, this is, this is that kind of item that... For $245? That's on Amazon. You can go to Sam's Club and get it for 150. That's still <laughs> oh, it's just 150. <laughs> and they're okay. They are 53 inches tall. Okay, I'm not too tall. Yeah, so they're yeah. a little bit, little shorter than me. <laughs> so I just thought that was so cool when I saw yeah. it. I was like, would love to have something like that, but yeah. Once you, win, once you win the lottery or something. Oh, or, yeah, that's I perfect if you in, have one of those theater rooms. Yeah, and yeah. I don't have the room in my house for it. I have a media room, and, and I have plenty of room for it, but I'm not paying that kind of money for a dog on candy and popcorn dispenser. It's too much money. No, it's just one of those really, like I said, for the person who has everything, and you don't know what else to get, or you want something that's um, would, would just be really appropriate for a media room, and that would be perfect for a media room. Yeah, yeah. Well, if somebody's got a Bentley, they can definitely afford this. <laughs> that would not be me. So, Vicky, what else do you have going there? Well, I saw this on Amazon. Uh, it's Amazon Echo. It's not out yet, but um, you can actually um, send a request for invitation so that you could possibly order this thing. But... Um, it's sort of like a Siri, a portable, a, uh, a, a Siri box that you have in your house. And you can get information, uh, music, news, weather, all kinds of stuff. Um, and it recognizes your voice from across the room. So like Siri is supposed to do. We were talking about how, you know, it, it was 
uh, it was respond uh, uh, when you didn't say, hey, Siri, and then some, when you did say it, uh, it doesn't work. You know, it's just inconsistent. Um, I wish Siri did uh, work better. I, I, I try to use it in my car a lot because I don't want to, you know, I'm driving and I don't want to fool around with my phone at the time. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then there's some things that Siri doesn't do, which I really truly think it should do. For instance, if I don't have Bluetooth on, I shouldn't have to unlock my phone to turn on Bluetooth. And actually, Siri should be able to do that for me. Shouldn't have to unlock the phone. And then it's some crazy stuff that, um, uh, for safety purposes, uh, when you're in a car, it should allow you to do. Uh, for instance, if it's docked in your car, why don't they just unlock permanently so that you can do whatever you need to do so you don't have to fool around with your phone? But that's just my issue with Siri. But Amazon Echo is something that you would have in your house. You can ask it for information. You can, it can play music for you. Um, it um, ha, uh, it is Bluetooth enabled also. Uh, it has alarms and timers. And the video that they have, they have this family just sitting around and um, the kid is doing some homework and he needs to answer to something. I don't know why he wouldn't use Google to do it, but he just decided to ask Echo and Echo gave him the information he needed. I think it's just a fun, cool little thing. It's not that expensive. Amazon Prime, people can get it for $99. And um, what is actually it is so expensive. <laughs> and, but other people can get it for $199. And um, like I said, you can request an invitation to purchase it in the coming weeks. So it's not ready yet. I don't know. It does nothing for me. This thing <laughs> kind of seems to me like if you have one of these. You've got literally Amazon bugging your house, listening to everything you say. And, and I'm not a tinfoil hat guy, but, you know, the thing is constantly listening because it, it wants to know if you're asking for it. So, you know, Amazon is collecting this audio of everything in your house and, and learning about all your tastes and habits and things. Maybe, potentially. You're scaring me, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I don't use my email account that often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh oh. I, like, I like to just demo it. No, I wish I, I actually I sent an email to Amazon and said, "Hey, uh, you do you want anybody to review this product?" <laughs> and then I put it in a, in a box of all the other dusty stuff that I reviewed that I would never use again. But uh -huh. I, I'm just curious about the technology and how it works and. And what what to do with it? But you're right. They have to. They got. It's going to their server, and I don't know if they're saving that information. But why wouldn't they? That's data. That's very good information about customers and what they want and what they're interested in. Um, and that's information they can sell. Right. And it's called Echo, but when you talk to it, you call it Alexa. Alexa. Or you yeah. can call it Amazon. <laughs> You can pick Alexa or Amazon. Those are the only two names that you can use. So you can't say, hey, Siri? No, you can't say, hey, idiot or anything. It's just Alexa or Amazon. Of course, I just set somebody's phone up. Well, you got to have something very specific because if it was like somebody's name, Julie or something like that, when you say that Julie is, it's going to constantly be a common name, a common word, then um, it'll constantly be waking up. 
But See, I just wonder if it'll do something like if I'm if I'm you know sitting in your kitchen, Vicky, and I say something like, "Hey, Vicky, do you want another cup of coffee?" And all of a sudden, the echo just wakes up and starts looking up coffee. No, I think you have to have to say, "Hey, Echo," you know, and then it'll listen to your request. So, like Siri, 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 you gotta say, "Hey, Siri," and then she'll wake up. I don't know. It was still watch the video. It's a little silly, but okay. Yeah, I did. We, I did we've said it. "Hey Siri" too many times. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? My phone has not woken up yet. <laughs> yeah. So um, this this last one that you have written down, Tom, I don't think it's for you. No, it's not for <laughs> me. It's my daughter. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely for my daughter when um, when she was a little younger. We went to a couple of Jonas Brothers concerts, and that was kind of fun. And um, next year, One Direction is having their, um, oh, what is the name of it? Now I'm in the wrong tab. Uh, Next year, One Direction is having their On the Road Again tour 2015. It's coming to TCF Bank Stadium on the University of Minnesota campus in uh, July 26th, and a couple of tickets for... My daughter's favorite band would be kind of a fun thing to have for the holidays. Yeah. She's such a good dad. Yeah, he is. Cool. I try. My my friend's daughter, she's 13, and she's like, you can't even say One Direction without her breaking out into screams. (laughs) I don't think I ever liked the group that that much. (laughs) Like, there's what? There's One Direction and... Five Seconds of Summer or something like that. Yeah, they're new. Some of these boy bands. Well, one of them is having a birthday today or yesterday. They were having a Facebook birthday party for them, her and her friends. And they kept posting pictures. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was One Direction. I don't know. But they were posting pictures. And was like, oh, happy birthday. And and I'm looking, and I'm just going, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's innocent. Yeah. Well, you're not a 13-year-old girl anymore. No, oh, tell me about it. Uh, but is this is this something you're getting for her for her for Christmas, Tom? I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it, we it, hear... it's kind of cool though. I mean, the two of us kind of like listening to a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> you hear a lot of adults say that about the kids' music. They know all the songs and everything. This <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. is a good way of bonding. She was pretty happy when when the Slacker app added a Radio Disney Channel. Hmm. That's good. Well, again, if money was no object and I had room for this, like a media room, I would love, love, love a jukebox. Hmm. A real jukebox that plays my 45s. Wow. And the one that I found on eBay is $6,600. Oh, my gosh. And it plays real 45s. Free shipping. Nope. See, I've saved all that money. But, I mean, how cool would that be? I mean, I know someone who's got a jukebox in his family room and with, with, with actual 45s. It's awesome. Well, they got 12-month financing available, too. Yep, so, and it's 
but but it's you. This is a used jukebox. They, these things run over ten thousand dollars. I mean, these things are really expensive. Wow. And if I want to go a little bit less costly, I can get a jukebox that plays CDs, or you can hook it up as an iPod dock for under a thousand dollars. It also has AM FM radio. But that I just I see I love that like the happy days American. You know, happy days, American graffiti time of year when you just hit the, you know, B7 and you play the song. I just, I love that. No Bluetooth? Um, no. I don't see that on the, uh, the $1,000 one. There should be Bluetooth. There should be. It says, let's see. I'm guessing that iPod docking station is a 30-pin dock connector and... They don't have 30-pin devices anymore. Yeah, you have to use your old iPhone. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Like this says... Or the adapter. Uh, October 2nd, oh, yeah, right 2001 mm. was the first time that it was offered. It says yeah. it's full size. It says it's a full size. Uh, it's got the different LED lights. Uh, AM, FM radio, CD player, plays MP3 and WAV files, iPod docking station... Four feet well, high. I think it looks big. It looks pretty big. It's bigger yeah. than it got it next to one of those old pinball machines. It's about as tall as that. That's the other thing I would love. I didn't put that down, but oh, a pinball machine. My husband and I, when we went to college, there was a game room, and we used to play Sinbad. And it, it and that was the name of the game. And it was the old kind. It wasn't the digital. It was the old kind with the rotating numbers. <laughs> it was. Oh, we loved that. We loved that. <laughs> Love to have a pinball machine, but again, mm. not even the money. Even if you put the money aside, we just don't have the room for it. Yeah. But these are just basically wish, you know, wishless. If we could, yeah, I would love to get a jukebox. I think I'd get the jukebox before I would get the pinball machine. I can think of something for your list, Elisa. What? A bigger house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just what we need with just two of us now. Yeah. Then you can get the theater with the popcorn thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I could spend about $5,000 on all these accessories. <laughs> but we have, we have to build this extra room. We have this popcorn machine now. We have this jukebox now. Yeah, you got the cook because you got the, uh, the KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> right, and then I could, I could use it to cook us, you know, cook us some dinner or make some cookies or something like that. Sounds good. <laughs> So is there anything else that anyone would like to add? No. Those are my greedy things. I did think <laughs> of a few things that I already have that were cool. Mm. Such as? Um, well, one thing that I got um, over the summer that I really like is the Logitech K760 Bluetooth keyboard. Mm. Um, that's kind of cool. It has a solar panel across the top to charge the batteries. Wow. You can connect it to three different devices at the same time, and you just push, like, Bluetooth 1, Bluetooth 2, Mm. Bluetooth 3 to switch between them. So I've got it hooked up to my Apple TV and my iPad and my iPhone. And, um, yeah, it makes the searching a lot easier on the Apple TV to just, you know, type in what you're looking for instead of, you know, going tap, 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 right, tap, tap right. with the remote. And it even, you know, the, the keys on it can function 
as the same keys on the remote. Like the menu button is the escape key, um, the select button is the return key, and the arrows move around and all that stuff. So it it can be a wholesale remote replacement for the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And the solar panel makes it a little bulky compared to the Apple Bluetooth keyboard, yeah. but you know it's kind of nice that you never have to plug it in. Yeah, I do. Because that's one thing that I have. I have one for my iPad Mini, and I never know where the cable is to charge that thing. So it's in a de- it's in a desk somewhere. And one of these days, I find a. Doesn't it have like a micro USB or something? Yeah, but you know, I I, I, I have very few devices that use that. So oh, okay. Yeah, I I, I got it around the, around the house somewhere. I just uh, it's just not even worth it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Is anything else, Tom? Um. Well, that's probably the the one thing that I bought in the past year that I really. Really am glad that I got. Yeah, my iPhone 6 Plus I love. Oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You've got the 6 Plus, Vicky. Yeah, I did, yeah. And what did you get, Tom? The 6. I've got the 6. Yeah. What's, inter- what's interesting about this, I don't know if you've, if you've come across this, I didn't like at first the idea of having the on-off button on the side of the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes a little getting I, used to. But now I find myself, when I go to turn, you know, put my iPad to sleep, I go, my finger automatically goes to the side. Yeah. Instead of the top. Yeah, that's what I've been doing too. And the mm. same thing with the Touch ID. Mm-hmm. I'll go to use the Touch ID in my iPad and wonder why it's not working. Mm-hmm. Well, because my iPad, it, my iPad is, is uh, fourth gen. It's two years old. Yeah. Another thing when you um, are taking photos, sometimes you're, push, you're trying to push that volume up button to take a photo. Mm-hmm. And you accidentally, because you have your thumb on the bottom, push the other button first, and it shuts your iPhone off when you're trying yep. to take yeah. a picture. I did that the other day. Yeah, yeah I do and that the other lot. thing, the other thing I noticed is I gave my husband my 5s. Mm-hmm. You know, he went from a 3G 3GS to the 5s, so he had his phone on the table, on the on the kitchen table, and I had my phone, and I looked over at it like this. I'd only had the phone maybe a week or two. And I looked at it and I said, wow, that seems so small now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, how did I use that? Yeah, yeah. You get used to it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's all that much bigger, but when you look at it next to the 5S, it just seems like it's dwarfing. Yeah. Well, I went 5S. from a 4S. Yeah. And it so. seemed, they seem really thick. You know, um, it, uh, the 60s are so much thinner. Right, because I use my 4S now. Uh, they, I have an armband for the gym, and I could get my five. I bought it for the 5S. I cannot get the six into it, mm-hmm. so I pulled out my 4S, which I use as basically an iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. So when I want to listen to podcasts at the gym, mm-hmm. I pull out the 4S, and now when I put, it, it, it's like you know, feels like it weighs 20 pounds. <laughs> you know, it just feels so much heavier, mm-hmm. and it looks so so tiny. And I used that phone for two years. Yeah. I never had a complaint about the size of it or the weight of it. Yep. But now all of a sudden it's just heavy and small. Yeah. But. So I guess we are done for this episode. So if any of you want to get in touch with us so that you can send us these gifts, you know, just go to 3 com. 
with the number three spelled out. You can have all our contact information is there for Facebook, for Google+, for Twitter, uh, for, for all of us. I also um, want to let you know that Suze did send an audio file that I'm going to add to the end of the show. She just wants to talk, take a few minutes and talk about technology as she sees it in Germany. This will also be our last show of the year. With the holidays coming up in December, it just gets to be a little hectic for everybody and hectic for us, hectic for you. You don't have always have as much time to listen. So we will be back in January. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank our fourth geeky person for joining us yeah. today. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, Tom. And I hope that everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful holiday for whatever you celebrate. Enjoy it. Stay safe. And we will see you in 2015. Happy Bye-bye. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Suze calling in from Freising, Germany and Bavaria. I've been visiting here the past few weeks, and Elisa asked me to check in with three geeky ladies. I've noticed a lot of the iPhones here are white. I have not seen as yet a space gray or silver iPhone. Like in France, I noticed everyone seems to prefer the white face for their iPhone. The Germans, however, have, they encase their phones, whether it's Samsung or iPhone, and there's equal distribution with both phones. I mean, I notice a lot of Samsungs and I notice a lot of uh, iPhones, but they encase their phone not in bumpers or like OtterBox cases like we have back in the States. It's really interesting. I don't know if it's a fad or it's just something they prefer to do, but it's a slip-in case. So you put your phone in the case and it snaps shut like a little clutch. And then whenever you want to do a text or you want to, you know, send an email or take a photo, you unsnap it, you push the cover out of the way, and there you go. I just think it's interesting how they protect their phones. And that is just like generational. I see it with businessmen. I see it with younger kids. I did visit the Apple store in Munich, and I have to say that Apple has really done a great job as far as homogenizing the design of their stores. Because as in Paris, when you walk into an Apple store, like in Dallas or San Francisco, if you close your eyes, or you'll just hear the difference in language. When you open your eyes, everything will be the same. It's basically the same Genius Bar, the same setups, and... I have not yet seen an iPhone 6 or 6 Plus here yet, but I imagine that the white-gold combination will be flying off Apple shelves in Europe since they seem to prefer the white iPhone. As far as technology is concerned, um, my husband, uh, he went to Electronica here, but I notice uh, still a lot of people using like MacBook Pros, you know, in cafes, they have their laptop Uh, I don't see really a lot of PCs, mostly Apple, so they've done pretty well here. As far as entertainment's concerned, when you're traveling, if you are a Netflix person, as I am, and we've discussed this, uh, Lisa, Vicky, and I have discussed this on uh, previous podcasts, that I don't watch a lot of TV, but I really like to stream Netflix because I can do it when I want to do it. And same thing with Amazon Prime. The problem is, is when you're traveling, Amazon Prime, I was, after Breaking Bad was over, I decided to go and watch The Wire, and I'm in the third season. And I thought, well, this is great, because when I'm in Germany, you know, I'll stream, you know, the third season of The Wire at night. Well, it doesn't stream here. And Netflix streams some movies, but not a lot of movies. A lot of German movies, 
without English subtitles. So they have documentaries they stream, like Planet Earth, and uh, we watched one the other night with Steve Jobs called The Billion Dollar Hippie. That was actually pretty good. But pretty much not a lot of, you know, movie entertainment. And I speak French, and I really don't speak a lot of German. I'm learning some, though. Trust me, I am learning some. But I've decided, I was reading Salon one day, and I came across an article about Serial, the new podcast by Sarah Koenig of This is this American Life, and how popular it was. It received like 5 million downloads on iTunes. And I said, well, maybe I'll just listen to the first episode and see how it is. And it's really great. I mean, podcasts have really saved my life here in Europe as far as, uh, you know, being entertained. So I downloaded the first episode, and then I binge listened to it. And yesterday, Thursday, because the new episodes come out on Thursday, the first thing I did when I woke up was check my podcast app to make sure that that episode was able to be listened to, and of course it was. And I really like whodunits anyway, of course. This is not really, it's kind of a whodunit. It's more as if it's, if it's a miscarriage of justice or a really manipulative person, um, you know, claiming his innocence. I, I really think it's a very interesting case, and it's it's very gripping. I'm definitely uh, have become addicted to it. But the other podcast that I have really been enjoying, and I can't stop listening to it, is I'm a real history buff. And How Stuff Works has a several podcasts, but one of the podcasts that they have, um, it's by Tracy B. Wilson and. Um, Holly Fry, and they narrate it, and they have a very good rapport. It's basically called Stuff That You Missed in History Class. Great podcast. They cover a myriad of subjects. So, you know, whether you like ancient history or, you know, medieval art, medieval history or uh, history about people, they really do a great job. They do a lot of research, and I think it's pretty well uh, researched, and it's they have a lot of anecdotal uh, comments. So it's really interesting to listen to, and most of them, I think, are like, you know, a half hour, and it really goes by fast. So I have become um, uh, addicted to a few podcasts, and it has really been wonderful to be able to have that opportunity to listen to that uh, here in Germany, because, you know, in the U.S., I just kind of, oh, I'll just watch Netflix, and I... I really don't listen to a lot of podcasts except for Three Geeky Ladies. So, but that's it from here. I'll be back stateside in December. I hope everyone, all our listeners and Elisa and Vicky and the whole My Mac team um, have a very happy Thanksgiving and I'll be design. everyone this is gaz from the mymac.com podcast and i'm here with that big yang tank guy hey you nitwit brit did you know the mymac.com podcast is one of the longest running mac podcasts out there i did know that why do you think that is i think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do i thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome <laughs> well thanks gaz i do try to look my best yes guy of course but how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I, I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be all right. All right.